Welcome into the lounge. Garrett's about to fall asleep. I'm just cracking into a Kit Kat. (laughs) (laughs) You are so old. You're younger than me, and yet you're so old. It's 125 right now. I've been up for the past two weeks at this time doing my mock ra- my seven-round mock draft, which obviously paid off because I went over two. All that time spent was well worth it. Clearly, you, you just got done telling me you go to bed at 10 o'clock every night. Yeah, 10 o'clock. Go to bed at 10 o'clock, get eight hours of sleep. That's how I'm so productive. That's the key. That's the key to success. You're not productive. Is good night's sleep, which I'm not getting tonight. I've got to stand up as we're doing this podcast to keep myself from falling (laughs) asleep. I also know that you're going to spout some stuff off that, you know, I'll have to try to keep keep from falling asleep. It'll put me to sleep. (laughs) So, exciting night. The Ravens make two draft picks. There's a number of things that we got wrong that we'll go through here in a second. The thing that we may have got the most wrong is... I am surprised that there was no maneuvering for the Ravens on this night. They stayed put. They took two players at 27 and 31. Mm-hmm. At 27, they take the receiver from Minnesota, Rashad Bateman. At 31, they take Adafe Owe. A lot of fans probably know him as Jason Owe, but he wants to, be, he wants to go by his first name, which is Adafe. His middle name is Jason, which is what he went by uh, in college. But, but anyway, he's going to go by Adafe now. So... Those are who the Ravens took. Both of us had either pass, pass rusher and then offensive lineman, Tevin Jenkins. The Ravens did not take Jenkins. Uh, they I thought they were going to take a 31 right there. Oh, I th- that was going to be the celebration moment for the yeah. two of us. We were doing our instant reaction. The Ravens take the guy that both of us had a 31. We were going to be all high fives. And then, no, it doesn't happen. They end up <laughs> going with OA. So oh, we missed on that. Well, let's start with Bateman. Uh, what was your thought when the Ravens took him at 27? You know, not surprised. You know, I, I, even though I didn't predict it, I think I said I, I would not be surprised by any stretch that, that the Ravens would take a first-round wide receiver. You know, I mean, they've been looking for that, and I'm in air quotes here. This isn't yeah. on video. The number quotes, one receiver? Number one receiver for a long time. And, you know, Hollywood Brown has been, done really well. He's been very good. You know, but they needed more. And everybody knew that. And the draft is the best way to do it. Because I don't, I, I do think that the Ravens will have a t- little bit tougher time signing free agents. You know, money talks, but when you wide receivers that, who are free agents typically don't want to go to a run heavy offense. Mm-hmm. And we saw that sort of play out this offseason. So, with all that said, the Ravens know that they needed to balance this offense more than what it has been as a run heavy, you know, best running offense in the league. The way to do that was upgrade at wide receiver. Here's Rashad Bateman, who is one of, you know, the top wide receivers in the country had huge production as a sophomore, put over up over 1,200 yards and 11 touchdowns. As a true freshman, 704 yards, six touchdowns. So, and this is a guy who's a really, really good wide receiver available at the end of the first round, checks a lot of boxes, you know, plays inside, plays out. It's fast. He's big, six foot one, you know, six foot one, uh, 190 pounds. So, he checks a lot of boxes. Well, that's the thing with, with uh, Bateman is whenever you talk to a, let's just say, you know, generic Ravens fan, the argument is always we need a number one receiver who, who's big, can make contested catches, can move the chains, can, can get deep. Like, basically the, com- the perfect combination that you want in a wide receiver, which, like, of course every team wants Julio that. Julio Jones? Yeah, Julio Jones. Okay, that's probably the ideal example, I guess. But, like, with Bateman, he's got the size. He has the contested catch ability. He's a great route runner. He had the college production, and he has the speed. He's fast, right. 
and he had a great workout. Joe Ortiz talked about how he had a great workout uh, during his pro day, and that's something that you know the Ravens were impressed with. Something else that I thought was really interesting uh, that Eric gave me absolutely nothing on when I tried to follow up on <laughs> during the press conference was that Eric said that one of the reasons they felt good about taking Bateman is real quick. The knock on Bateman is that his production declined last year. Right. And so it was, a, first of all, it was a shortened season. So you can't, just can we just talk numbers. about that real quick? Yeah. Five games. He put up 472 yards. It's almost a hundred yards a game. Yeah, exactly. It's not like he was a bum <laughs> by any stretch <laughs> of the imagination. It's just funny to me. Yeah. But, but when he puts up, tw- when you say 1200, and then you see 472, sure. only two touchdowns last year. Five games. Yeah, I know. His production actually didn't. He had 60 catches the year before in 13 games. In five games, he had 36. Yeah, so in terms of his catches. His touchdowns went way down. Yeah, his, his touchdowns went he way went down. He went from 11 touchdowns the year before to two, and his average yards per catch went from 20.3 to 13.1. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so those, that's what you can point to. Yeah, and then just the overall yardage, obviously, but short in season. Right. So, um, but... One thing that when, when DeCosta was asked about that, he said something that they did is they, they looked at the analytics and they used that to help make their decision. Now, I asked him what he meant by that. Like, are you looking at the, his speed in game? Like, I, I'm just curious. What does that mean? Yeah. He didn't tell me. He said I would be super fun to talk about he, he it. He doesn't so, want to give away the secrets, man. Oh, I get it. Come I thought on. he might give me a little something. I was over a little something. He gave me nothing when I tried to get to the bottom of that. But I just thought... You know, when we did the interview with Cynthia Freeland right before this, uh, mm-hmm. you know, one of the things we talked about is how the Ravens are on the cutting edge of using analytics during the drafting and the scouting process, and that clearly played out with the 27th pick tonight. Yeah. Yes, I think so. I th- you know, the Ravens were pretty adamant that he was just the best player available, best player on the board at that time, you know. I'm, I Talk about getting stonewalled again. I asked Eric whether, you know, this kind of plays into his... <laughs> we were just getting... Speaking, speaking of go, doosh, we went, Hammer drop. Doosh, Garrett, take it. <laughs> well, here's one for you too, Mink. Doosh. Um, over you know, two on our box. Over, over two on our questions. <laughs> you know, I, I asked him whether, you know, this is part of the larger philosophy of, like, building a young wide receiver core to grow with each other, grow with Lamar, you know, have young, cheaper playmakers around them to grow together. Right. He was like, nah. Just the best player available. Um, so, you know, Rashad Bateman, like, he's not as big or as fast as Terrace Marshall Jr. is. But big and fast doesn't necessarily mean you're going to be the best wide receiver in the NFL. Yeah. Right? I mean, but Devontae is, Adams isn't a huge guy. But he also is big and fast. Like, that is the well, thing. Well, yeah, that. I mean, he's six. He's six. He's a, he's shorter than you. He's about my height. You know, six one. <laughs> yeah. He's my height. Right. You're six one if you're in heels. <laughs> <laughs> I'm shrinking. Um, yeah, I mean, like, he's he's not, like, six foot four. I don't think you, you think of a guy who's – he's under six one, So he's between six foot and six one. Yeah. Um, I don't think you think of that as a typically big body wide receiver of the NFL. You think of a 6'3", 6'4 guy. Anyway, it doesn't – you don't have to be that big. Like, some of the best wide receivers in the NFL are not six foot four. Yeah. Right? So, like, you know, he's plenty big enough. And I just think that what I like about Rashad Bateman – and let me put it on the record. Let me put it on the record, okay? <laughs> because the question going into this the whole time with these wide receivers, Rashad Bateman and Terrace Marshall Jr., was who do you prefer between the two? And it was a toss-up. A lot of people go in either way. I'm a Bateman guy and said so before the draft. What did you say, Garrett? I, I loved Marshall, but I, didn't, I wasn't down on Bateman. It's not like I didn't <laughs> like Bateman. But if you were asking me just of the two, 
And you're so, a Terrace Marshall guy. Which is fine. That's fine. You're entitled to that opinion. Yeah. But I'm going to bust your balls about it. Yeah. So, <laughs> but anyway, um, what I like about Rashad Bateman is like he's a really good combination of a lot of those, a lot of different factors. And I like that he's, he's more polished to me. Right? Like, yeah, right. He's just got more polish. Like, I like that he's a really good route runner. He's got a good feel for the game. Like, those guys send to me, like, they just make the adjustment quicker to the NFL, which there's a lot of nuance in the NFL when it comes to playing wide receiver. Like, setting up cornerbacks and stuff to get open in the NFL is really hard. Mm-hmm. Just pure athleticism, a lot of times, isn't necessarily going to do it, right? Like, there's just a lot of nuance to the position. And I think that he's got some of that footwork some of that route running already behind him that will behoove him going forward. Now, you know, of course you want the athleticism because the, the flip side of that is like, well, you know, whatever, yeah, you know, you can learn all that stuff, but you can't teach athleticism, you know, but he's got that too. He's fast. Yeah. He ran a four, four, one, you know? So like he answered a lot of questions with that too. I thought his pro day was important yes. when he had that pro day and he ran the four, four, one. That was something that uh, Mel Kuyper really went on about when we had him on the podcast before, and he talked about Bateman, and he talked about, okay, and that he, a lot of people thought he might run 4-5, four, 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 right. maybe even 4-6, and it's like, if he does that, well, maybe that'll hurt him a little bit, but he's such a that's good... That's expected, That's right? expected. He's such a good route runner. He has such good hands. Like, no big deal. Would you like him to be a little faster? Of course. But then he, when he ran the 4-4... Four, four, I think that caught everyone's attention, and, and yep. it obviously did for the Ravens. So I, I just like – to me, it's exciting. You can – one thing that you, you can say about Eric DaCosta drafting and really going back, obviously, to the great 2018 draft, yep. it, the old adage around here was draft night's got, not going to be that exciting. The Ravens are going to trade back. They'll probably take a – you know, they'll take the defensive lineman. They'll take the, the guy in the trenches. Like, that's – these drafts have been exciting over the past few years. Hollywood Brown, Rashad Bateman, yep. Patrick Queen was an exciting pick. J.K. Dobbins on day two. Like, the Ravens are making splash moves in the draft. And it, if you stayed up late and, and you sucked it up, it was mm-hmm. well worth it because you were rewarded with a really exciting night. Yeah. Let, let me just read a little bit more from the scouting reports on the strengths of Rashad Bateman, right? Because uh, just a lot of this stuff really says, oh, yeah, this is a great fit for this offense, mm-hmm. for Lamar and all that stuff, right? Catches the ball well in his stride with strong, accepting hands. The Ravens have drafted a lot of – last two wide receivers they drafted last year, Devin DuVernay and James Rupache, hardly dropped the ball. Mm-hmm. Like, catching the ball in an offense that doesn't throw the ball a whole lot, you can't have drops. Yep. We <laughs> don't throw the ball a lot, right? Every time you throw it, you better maximize Gotta it. Gotta make it count. Gotta make it count. <laughs> exactly, right? So, snares the ball well away from his body with long arms to corral throws above his eye line. Doesn't have to be exactly in the right of you know, Lamar Jackson isn't doesn't have the point point accuracy that Aaron Rodgers might. Mm-hmm. The ball is a little bit out of his out of the zone. Make the catch, okay? Doesn't focus la- his focus doesn't lapse operating over the middle of the field. Lamar Jackson loves throwing over the middle of the field. Strong field awareness, uh, like when players are scrambling to continue the play. Yeah, also a great fit. Durable caught a pass in all thirty one games he played. Great. Strong strider accelerates through contact, forcing defenders to work to get him to the ground. That's what the Ravens needed. Yeah. They didn't have a whole. They don't have that in Hollywood Brown, who's looking to preserve his body and get down. Yeah. pretty much as fast as possible when he yeah. a defender's close. Right. So they need. They, he's a good compliment to Hollywood. He's a good compliment for this offense and for Lamar. And and the last thing I want to say about Bateman before we move on to the second first round pick, away, 
is during the press conference, Joe Ortiz and Eric DaCosta talked about how when he was better in 2019, they were, he was used differently. He played that X receiver. The X receiver is your number one receiver. Yep. That is your that quintessential number one guy. Yep. And so when he was better, he was an outside top receiver. He can go in his top, he can move inside and play the slot. So you like that versatility. That's always good. That was a big part of drafting him, I think. That yeah. He lined up everywhere. But but when, when he's, he's at his best, he's the X outside number one mm-hmm. type receiver. And I think the Ravens feel like he can be that guy for them for years to come. Which that like that to me that that kind of set off a light in my head when I heard them say that. Like, oh, okay, so they see him as as the X receiver. Totally. Yeah, I, I think this. You know, they play their wide receivers all over the formation. I expect that Sammy Watkins will probably spend the majority of his time outside. That's where he has played much of his career. You know, but they'll move him around. Bateman will get time outside, but he can play inside this year while Watkins, Sammy's still on the team. Um, yeah. I think he offers versatility, and that's important. All right, so let's talk about Odafe. Odafe, thank you. Um, Odafe Owe, who neither of us thought the Ravens would pick. I had Aziza Ojulari from Georgia as my pass rusher at number 27. Uh, You had Jalen Phillips Phillips from Miami. Uh, Can I just say, it's it's much better if you miss on the mock. If the guy goes in front. If the guy goes in front, you say, well, there's nothing. They would have taken him. For you, <laughs> they pass up both your guys twice. I know. Twice. I really thought that this was the year where those guys, in a lot of projections, were taken off, wouldn't last to the Ravens. And I was, like, debating not taking Tevin Jenkins and Aziz Ojulari because I didn't think they would get there. But I was like, you know what? Screw it. I'm not doing that again this year because I don't want the Ravens to pass on my guy when he's <laughs> on the clock. I'm just going to take the guys who I think, if they're there, the Ravens will pick them. Yeah. Nope. Over two. So, um... Yeah, the not reason Jake, I didn't not say Jenkins surprised me. Yeah. I will say that. I, we were both well, let's, let's get to OA first. And then we'll I know, but it did surprise me. It does surprise me, too. Um, the reason I didn't see him taking OA is because Odafe OA is because he didn't have any sacks last year. Mm-hmm. And here's a team that over the course of their draft history have put a high has put a high value on college production in terms of projecting that to the NFL. Eric DaCosta in his draft room tour that he did yesterday <laughs> pointed to a sign in the draft room that says the best predictor of future success is past whatever performance or something, performance, yeah. something yeah. like that. Right. And he's like, you know, that's something that we hold tried and true here in Baltimore. You know, that that's the best indicator. Well, he didn't have any sacks last year. Now the Ravens retort to that is that sacks aren't the end all be all mm-hmm. stat pressure is what matters. And he gets a whole lot of pressure, and that's what shows on tape. And sure, he didn't end up getting sacks, but that's not that's not everything. Yeah, and and a couple things that there a few things that I want to mention that are uh, that you should like about LA. One is, and I've, I've noticed this for the past couple of years with, with the way Degasa has drafted. He wants guys who are on the rise. He doesn't want somebody who's peaked at the college level. Patrick Queen was a one-year starter who mm-hmm. played his best football at the end of the season. And the Ravens got him late in the first round, and he ends up being a, an immediate starter. Owe has only played five years of football. Like, this guy <laughs> is crazy. still developing, still a bloomer. Like, a somewhat similar example, and it's not perfect, but Zadarius Smith was a guy who started playing football late. Now, the Ravens got him in the fourth round, so it's, it's different in that sense. Mm-hmm. But Zadarius Smith just got better every single year with the Ravens, ends up going uh, to the Packers, gets a big contract, 
And is and, a monster. And is a monster, is in the mix for defensive player of the year the past two seasons. Right. So an ascending player, like the Ravens got an ascending player in no way. Um, to, well, he's an athletic freak. I mean, well, yeah, and that, then that, the that, I mean, really, that's what jumps off the page most yeah. with Jason Owe, uh, Ode, Odafe Owe. Yeah, that's going to take a while to break. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry, Odafe. Um, is that like, I mean, here's a guy who is just so rare with his athleticism. Like, you just don't find many other guys like him. Uh, literally. Well, you like, mentioned the 40 yard dash for, yes. for Bateman. He ran a faster. Jason, <laughs> uh, gosh, Odafe Owe ran a faster 40 yard dash than Rashad Bateman. Right. And Bateman ran it in 4 4 1, which is pretty fast. <laughs> It's really fast. Yeah. Jason Owe at 257 pounds ran it in 4.37. That's, that's just crazy. Ridiculous. That's crazy. So the Ravens clearly here put a high value on his just otherworldly athleticism and that he's just scratching the surface mm-hmm. of the kind of player he can be. And, you know, Odafe feels the same way. Yeah, yeah. I, I liked his attitude in his first Zoom call with Ravens reporters, I like that he was, like, correcting people on his name. They're like, he's like, Odafe. Yeah, yeah. You, you pronounce it right, mister. You know, yeah. like, he's all business. Yeah. He and, was all, like, he was serious. Like, I yeah. mean, there was a lot of, like, hooting and hollering from his family in the background. They were excited, obviously. But he was all business. Oh, yeah, all business. And uh, and I, I like that he said, you know, I feel like I can be the most dominant defensive player that in this draft. Uh-huh. And he might be. Yeah. He, he might be. Like, am I, you know, I didn't think he was going to be a Raven because I was a little concerned about the low production, right? And, like, not finishing and, and that kind of stuff. Like, he's a projection a little bit. This, is a, this pick by Eric is a little bit more of a gamble, I would say, than somebody that had more production like Ojulari, right? Like, Ojulari did it at Georgia, got a bunch of sacks, bunch of forced fumbles, all that stuff. Now, there's some some rumors out there, there's some buzz that there's some injury concerns with him. Mm-hmm. And that could have been a reason why the Ravens picked Owe over Ojulari. Could very well be. So Ojulari could have been a, a gamble because of the health. Right. Owe is a little bit of a gamble because you just haven't seen the sack, the production there. You, and he's a late bloomer. He's only played football for five years. Like you are projecting what he's going to become based off what you've seen on tape like he's put it on yeah he was pr- he was productive in pressure just not productive in exactly like which, you, you know yeah. you have tape at Penn State it's not like the guys come from sco- small school yeah. nickel state yeah. and you're like well how you know, you're now really projecting him to the NFL he did it at Penn State mm-hmm. right so all that said there's still a level of projection because of the upside of him that the Ravens are gambling on they're betting on that and heck they could hit big with that kind of bet yeah one thing I said in our instant reaction video is, is like DeCosta has been bold and, and he's not afraid to, to make bold moves. He's done it in trades. He's done it in the draft. And I feel like that was the case again tonight. Like I thought that, I, you know, Kevin Jenkins is, is who we keep pointing to, but you could have been uh, Liam Eichenberg, a safer pick at one of those two spots would have been an offensive lineman. Mm-hmm. You just traded away Orlando Brown. You, you go and take, the offensive tackle who can replace him and step into your starting right tackle spot. Like that's the safe pick at that spot. Right. However, the Ravens went and they, and they got guys with tremendous upside who could end up like Bateman could be the number one receiver that has been, everyone's been waiting for. Yep. And, and then Oway could step in and be a highly productive pass rusher 
edge setter in this defense. Okay, so like it was a bold. Those are bold moves, and I think DaCosta deserves a lot of credit for that. Yeah, I agree. Now, I will be stunned if the Ravens do not take an offensive tackle in round three. Who's the last a third round offensive tackle the Ravens took? Or Lane Brown Jr. <laughs> worked out pretty darn well. That worked out pretty well. And who was a player that was projected to go much higher? Yeah, I mean there was talk of him early in the process. It was the first round pick. All right. To the, so offensive tackle still on the board. Tevin Jenkins, Ravens aren't going to get him. Okay, he's going to go early in the second. Yeah, he's just cross him off your list. Samuel Cosme, I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right from Texas. Liam Eikenberg, you already mentioned those guys are going to go. Potential maybe Dylan Radins, right from North Dakota State. Probably not. Probably more of a second round guy. I said it on the pod. I'm just throwing it out here again. I said at the very end of our mock seven round mock mm-hmm. draft pod, name to watch Spencer Brown from Northern Iowa. <laughs> I'm telling you, you're talking about a projection. This kid is a conversion tight end, right. small school guy at Northern Iowa, put on a bunch of weight, but you flip on the tape and he's tossing dudes. He's got a nasty little streak. And I'll throw out one other name. Okay. One other Tommy Doyle. From Miami, Ohio. Who else went to Miami, Ohio? Coach Harbaugh. Coach Harbaugh. Tommy Doyle, hockey player. Ah, Does he play football as well? Who now plays football. (laughs) Okay. It's a real projection. He's a (laughs) hockey player. We've seen him check. (laughs) He lives up in Ontario. He's never seen a football game before. Never touched a football in his life. (laughs) But I'll tell you, he can can really hit a slap shot. Anyway, those are two guys. I would be surprised that the Ravens don't take an offensive tackle. Um, and I think this also says, you know, there's been a lot of rumblings yeah. about the Ravens signing a veteran. Or the, the, they brought in, reportedly, uh, Villanueva from the Steelers, who is a, a pro bowler and longtime starter there at left tackle. Uh, I assume he can play right tackle. Um, there's also another Dennis report. Dennis Kelly from the Titans. The guy from the Titans, right, yeah. Dennis Kelly. Um, and then also at pass rusher, you know, the Ravens drafted uh, Odafe Owe. But, you know, if he, he need, might need a little bit more time to continue to develop his game as a newcomer to the sport, relatively speaking. There's reports that, you know, the Ravens run in Justin Houston, who will be a great mentor for him, I think, too. Right, right. So I wouldn't rule those out with, after what we saw tonight. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot more to come. Um, it, it's going to be a fun weekend um, over the course of the next few days. So it's time for me to get some sleep. It's your bedtime. It was You're my bedtime four hours bedtime. ago. It was my bedtime four hours ago. So uh, I'm going to have no. to get, get a few hours of sleep here. We'll be back at it. You're going to have a few more Kit Kats, I'm sure, before you oh, go home. Oh, Twix, Snickers. <laughs> I'm lo- I haven't been in the office in a year. I miss dinner, though. I got here too late for dinner. I'm, I'm correcting that tomorrow. Yeah, you're also going to show up with grocery bags and do your shopping. Oh, absolutely. I, I didn't bring in enough Tupperware. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that's it for us. Uh, send us your emails. Tell us what you think of this draft uh, at the lounge at Ravens. The first round of the draft. The first round of the draft. Um, and we are going to do a full seven-round uh, breakdown after the draft on Saturday night uh, that's going to be out. So we're not going to do a post-day two podcast, but we will do a full recap after it's all said and done. So uh, stay tuned for that in the next couple of days.